0: Welcome to Under the Fig Tree, I'm Bruce and I'm Troy and we have a special guest with us today and her name is
1: Tisha thanks for having me
0: Tisha thanks for being here just in case you don't connect it Tisha and Troy are one and the same. (laughs)
1: they are married
0: they're joined at the hip yeah and i call them the dynamic duo so tisha we're glad to have you with us today thank you uh today man we're going to talk a little bit about being available right about being available what does that mean in the context of being a born-again believer in the earth yeah what does that look like in a in a very practical way we're going to try to Give you some practical applications to being available. I'm going to start off with a story. How about that? Yeah, let's awesome. go. Let's do it. I'm going to start off with a story. Just a couple of days ago, I um, I I ordered a a um, a gift for my wife, uh, online. Okay, so um, I I'm one of those people that you know I'm going to watch the box. From the time it gets, you know, on the plane (laughs) and, you know, I, I I want all the notifications, right? Okay. My box is in Minneapolis now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) My box is making its way to West Virginia. I'm one of those people. okay? Okay. You know, give me all my details. So I'm watching this because I'm excited because I, I, I it's something that I know my wife has been wanting for a while. And I found the one that I thought was going to be great for her. So I'm excited, right? So I finally get the notification a couple of days later, which brings us to just two days ago from the taping of this show, um, that the box has been delivered. But I go outside and there's no box. Mm.
1: not good not
0: good it's it's been delivered to somebody other than me right and so you know I mean I, I got a little frustrated but I do believe in the bible that says be angry but sin not so I didn't sin but it was a little frustrating because I wanted to give my wife a birthday present anyway to get to the get to the gist of the whole story I called the people they apologized they reordered and sent me out another one The next morning a gentleman comes walking up to my door. I could see him from the window. And I go to the door to to meet him at the door as he's walking up. And he (laughs) I say hello to him and he says, Are you Henry? My first name is Henry, y'all. He says, Are you Henry? I said, I am. He says, Man, take this box. It was like he was angry, man, you know, (laughs) know? (laughs) And, and, you know, and I don't know, for those of you out there that might know me, I like to laugh. I like fun. And I think Jesus is fun. I think God is fun and has a sense of humor. And you just learn to love people, man. And that's what we're talking about today, being available, right? So I started laughing. I wasn't intimidated. I wasn't scared, but he sounded angry. And I said, man, I oh, man, I so appreciate this. I said, this is actually my wife's birthday present. And so he says, so you're Henry. I said, I am. And so then I began to say to him, there's still honest men left in the earth. And when yes. I said that to him, it was obvious, guys, that he was struggling with keeping my box. Yeah. And when I said that to him, he looked at me, and this tear comes down his face. And I say wow. it like five more times and I'm smiling at him. Right. And so then I got curious, man. And I said, listen, how, because my address wasn't, wasn't correct on the box. It was my address, but it wasn't my full address. So it didn't give my unit number. Right. Right. And so, um, I said, so tell me, how did you figure out to bring that box to me? Cause he came right to our door and he said, well, I prayed. And I said, come on, man. He said, yeah, I prayed. And I took him by the hand, and when I went to shake his hand, the guy hugs me. Guys, I've never seen this guy before in my life. (laughs) (laughs) He hugs me, big bear hug, with this one tear coming down his face. And, of course, I begin to pray for him because that's just what you do. Right. 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 You know, and I begin to confer the blessing of the Lord on him, and now he's full faucet just weeping and crying full force at man. And I just blessed him. And then, and he walked away like he was walking off into this. It was like (laughs) this God moment, you know what I'm saying? That's where I want to start our conversation. That was kind of a long way around, but that's where I want to start the conversation. What does it look like to simply be available to people on a daily basis?
2: It's a good thing. And I like, like this kind of talk. I think this is going to be a great conversation. I've pulled up a couple of things. The first one's Galatians five verse 13. It says for you, brethren have been called to Liberty only do not use Liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, Mm -hmm. but through love serve one another. And what does that look like? Uh, Like you you asked the question to make yourself available is make yourself a servant of someone else. Yeah. Um, In love. And uh, maybe we can go through the whole love chapter, you know, what that looks like, you know. But yes. that's that's really, I'm not looking to get anything out of this. I'm not looking to use this as as something to boost my own ego. I see wow. that you need help. I see that you're hurting. I see that I have what you need. Yeah. I have what you need. Yeah. And since it was freely given to me, yeah, I freely give it to you. So
0: I'm willing to give it.
2: That's it, man. Oh, man. That's it. sure uh, what do you think? Well,
1: I think we can get encountered with these situations a lot. It's whether or not we stop. It's whether or not we pay attention. And I know I have struggled personally to pay attention sometimes when we come in contact with people, and we may be on a one-track mind or have a goal or have something we need to get done. You're focused. You're focused. Thank you. You're focused. So I think you you weren't just focused in your story on getting your – Your your box. You saw you 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 stopped long enough to say, "Hey, wait a minute." Yeah. This guy was struggling. He needs he needs the love of God. Yeah. And I feel like we have to be able to recognize that as we're going out. I think sometimes it wouldn't be bad to even just plan extra time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm speaking to myself.
0: That's a good. Good
2: Yeah. (laughs) I never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It just, for instance, I yesterday for me I was running late, going to church, and um, I end up stopping at a Circle K. I knew it was going to be a long day, and so I was like, let me stop at this Circle K. And I stopped at this Circle K, and I walk in, and there's gospel music playing. Mm-hmm. And that's rare in a gas station. Yeah. And so I'm running back and forth out to aisle, can't find anything, but mm-hmm. the peace of God mm. is so prevalent there. And I'm like, God, there peace pieces in this place. So I finally get up to the counter, And I get to the counter and there's this this lady there. And I can perceive by the spirit she's not in the church or she's maybe her Mm -hmm. relationship's way. There's something going on there. And so I said, you have invoked the peace of God in this place. Wow. And she just teared up and she said, I try. Wow. She said, I try. And I kind of did like what you did. I just kind of blessed her and spoke into her life and spoke into her. And, you know, she was like, basically, you made my whole day. Thank you. And things of that nature. And who knows how long that moment will impact her. And as I left out of there, I knew Uh, that she had a call of God on her life. Yeah. And that for years, the enemy had tried to snatch it from her. But there was a level of light in her. Yeah. That God was and had. And I just spoke light, spoke to light. Now, was she saved? No. Wow. Did she have I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm saying that presumptuously, so forgive me. but I, I knew that there was a struggle yeah in her relationship with God. But light spoke to light and I feel like light grew, her light grew a little bit more. Yeah. And so I say that I had to stop for a moment in my rush to speak light life yeah. into someone. Yeah. So that their day, their encounter, their moment with God would be grand.
2: Man, that's so good. And you you never really know how that affects somebody. Right. And honestly, yeah, and when it gets down, I'm not saying I don't care. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, you, you do what you're told yeah. at the time, and then you just keep it moving, right? Knowing that God's going to take care of the rest of it. If
1: if there's one, more for you to do, one sows, one waters, and
2: and it's always God that gives the increase. Yes, so yeah. yes. we we sow, we water, you know, yeah. one or the other, maybe sometimes both. But yeah. the yeah. third part is never on us. So yeah. you give what you have because you have it to give. And sometimes, I mean, it's easier said than done. Yeah, maybe, but I I do think uh, a lot of times we have to, in your case. Your case is a perfect example. The person's issue or yeah. the person themselves was greater than your stuff. Yeah. 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 Right. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I had I paid money for something. Yeah. But this person. Yeah. Is more important. Right. Than the stuff, and right. you have to be able to make the distinction between your agenda yes. and God's agenda. Yeah. You know, and all that kind of stuff, and I think that's one good way to help. Make yourself available. I mean, it, it's we're, we're dancing
0: all around and all inside of Mark 12, verse 31. And the second is this. So let me start in 30. You are to love the Lord Yahweh, your God, mm-hmm. with every passion of your heart. I'm reading from the uh, Passion Translation, guys. Uh, with every passion of your heart, with all the energy of your being, with every thought that is within you, and with all your strength, This is the greatest and supreme commandment. And then it says in verse 31, and the second is this, you must love your neighbor in the same way you love yourself. Oh, boy. You will never find a greater commandment than these. Wow. Yeah. That hurts. (laughs) (laughs) So you know what I see, man? It's like, who are you willing to die for daily? Good one.
2: Wow. Good
0: one. Wow. Who are you willing to die for daily? Yes, Jesus died for me. He now ever liveth to make intercession for us. But who am I willing to die for daily? Paul makes that point, right? Right. We die daily. daily. Yeah. And he was just talking about the trouble that they were encountering. But I understand it better now That he was in he was willing to endure the trouble that they were encountering because it's they they never stopped being in the people business. And they never stopped being in the love business. So even when it was hard and when it was tough, right? The assignment on our life is the people and the love. Yeah. Love God, love Love people. people. Yes. He's made it really simple. I'm telling you guys, man, we have been, Robin might say we, my wife and I have been way more effective. I can say this. We've been in ministry almost 37 years. Amen. We have been way more effective the last 10. Wow. Than we ever were the first 27. Why do I say that? Because all we do now is love on people. Yeah, man. That's all we do. I'm not trying to proselytize them. I'm not necessarily trying <laughs> to witness to them. All I'm doing is loving on people and being the conduit that we're that God wants us to be. The Lord told me not too long ago, T-shirt, he said, he said, what I want you to begin to do, this was just a few years ago, he said, I want you to be completely present mm. with whoever you're standing in front of. He yeah. was honing my love. Yeah, he man. was honing my ability, I should say, to allow his love to come and just flow through me. Yeah, so man. he says, I want you to learn to be completely present with whoever you're in front of and in that moment. I love
2: that.
1: I love that because that really matters um, when when people know that you're paying attention to and you care about them. And I, I can't get past what keeps coming up in my spirit, Luke 10, and 25, which is the good Samaritan, the story of the good Samaritan right. keeps coming up in my spirit. And I want to read verse 27. It says, so he answered and said, and then the lawyer was trying to say, well, who is my neighbor? So he answered and said, you shall love the Lord God with all your heart. So your strength and with your mind and your neighbor is yourself. And so then that's when the lawyer comes back and says, well, who is my neighbor? Who is my neighbor? And then Jesus goes through this discourse and, but a certain Samaritan, mm-hmm. but a certain Samaritan. Now, this person who had fell by the wayside or got robbed was was Jewish. Yeah. And we know from history that the Jews and the Samaritans did not get along at that time. Right. But a certain Samaritan, he looked past the issues of the day. He yes. looked past what would be said of him. He yeah. looked past you know, that person and who they were. And he helped and had compassion yeah. on someone and bandaged up, poured his womb, poured oil and wine on his womb, then took care of him and left money to take completely yeah. took care of the situation, yeah. Yeah. you know? And so I think that is the element that we're missing today. Who is my neighbor? It is anyone God has pointed you pointed out to you to love. Yeah. And to help. It's anyone that God has put the attention on, that one right there. Yeah. And it may not be the one that you deem appropriate for whatever reason, but it's the one that God has called worthy. Yeah. So who are you to say?
2: That's yeah, true. I know last year <clears throat> and I think I spoke about this a couple of times. There was a well eight, nine month journey God put me on where he had me praying for people that most folks would normally not pray for. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it at that, you know. <laughs> and I and during that it. time, I didn't quite understand it. I what I did know, what I did know was that God told me to do it, mm-hmm. so I did it. Uh, I'm Not gonna say my heart was always in it. Just being, you know, full transparency. Not saying my heart was always in it, but a lot of you know, most of the time my heart was. But there are some days like I, you look back at what the person did when you like can't believe you have me pray for this. It wasn't until about maybe about a month left in that journey when God revealed to me why he put me in this journey. Mm-hmm. He said, son, I have to deal with your arrogance. Wow. Mm. Wow. And I'm like, what do you mean?
0: Thank you for your transparency.
2: Yeah, man, I'm just going to be open about it. He said, I have to deal with your arrogance because you you think you get to decide who deserves my grace. Ooh, you oh think my. you get to decide that, you know? Yeah, man. And that changes things for you. Yes, it does. You know, it changes things for you. So now you look at the people that are, quote, unquote, unlovable. Yeah. You know, and the the people that we throw to the side because of heinous crimes or different things like that. Yeah. And then you you start to look at those people the way God looks at them. Yes. I hate what they did. Yes. But I still love them. But I love them. And I don't get to decide. Yeah. It's not my, it's not. I don't get to make that decision. Who deserves God's grace? Yeah. Wow, that's His decision. Man, and so even in prayer, I may not ever meet that person, but even in prayer, I make myself available. Yeah, because they they need the love of God too. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: Um, the Lord, basically the same thing you just said, but this is how the Lord said it to me. One, and I'm not even in the medical field, but those of you <laughs> who are in the medical field will get this right away. The Lord told me one day. He said, "Don't triage mm. my love." Uh, to yeah. people. yeah, In the emergency room, you go to a hospital emergency room, they have to, especially if it's overrun with people and everybody's come in to be seen, they have to triage, right? That's they right. have to, you know, kind of make a list of who, who needs to be seen first, mm-hmm. who needs to be seen next, based on the severity of what's going on. And of course, I think there's some of that that plays into that. If you have more than one person, you know, that's coming after you for help. You might have to do that. But but the point that God was making to me was you will look at them and determine in your own heart whether, you know, how much of yourself wow. you're going to give them. Yeah. And he said don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Because now you're kinking the hose. Yeah, man. Mm. Now you're kinking the hose. Yeah. Now you're not willing to just let me flow to whoever I want to flow to. You're 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 in control now and I don't want you to be in control. I just want you to let me flow
2: through you. Yeah. 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 I think it's a difference sometimes when you you between making yourself available. Yeah. And uh, just kind of seeking the opportunity. Yeah. You know, to be a vessel. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I pray that for people, you know, yeah. we do our Tuesday night Bible studies. Yeah. One thing I pray over to people that God gives us an opportunity to be yeah. his hands, his heart and his feet. Sure. Um sure. because you, you the more you get accustomed to being used like that, yeah, the more natural it becomes. Yeah. So yeah. I've been on the phone with my wife while I'm walking into work and somebody'll stop me. She she knows, you know, yeah. somebody'll stop me and I yeah, you, you help when you can help. Yeah. And her thing like people are always stopping you. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. I think yeah, I I tell people, man, it's probably a you know the, the revenge of the Jehovah Witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> they won't come to my house anymore, and I think they got a picture of me and they just, you know, they harass just, this yeah, guy every time you see. Yeah, him, if you see this guy, ask him for, ask something, he'll him for <laughs> something. He'll help you. He'll help you. Think maybe it's their revenge, <laughs> but I'm I'm actually looking for opportunities to be able to help yeah. to where you can fill the gap in for somebody. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's an indictment on the yeah. church that there are people that don't know Christ right here. Yes. Right. So we, we do all these mission trips and we go all over the world and stuff all like that. All over the world. But the truth of the matter is America needs to be evangelized. Yes. Be quite honest with you. And
0: you, and most people have nations probably within two to three miles Sure. So even when it talks about going sure. to the nation. Sure. Yeah. Most most of us have nations kind of like right around us. You come to our neighborhood. But you we don't do. see it yeah. that way. We don't see it that because, way. Because, uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to say it. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Yeah, I'm going to say it. <laughs> because sometimes we want to take a one trip overseas so that we can put international at oh, the end man. of the name of our church. Wow. Oh, boy. Yeah, wow. I said it. Yes, I said it. Wow. If you need to cut it, you can cut it. No, we I don't leave that one in leave that one in there. <laughs> And and no but it's real. I mean, you and I have done a lot of ministry together to men. Yep. Troy and I, right? You know and I know that some of those places where we went in, we had some men tell us, "You guys, man, are awesome. You guys talk to us." Yeah, man. Other ministries come in, they don't talk to us. They act like they're scared of us and they do their little thing and then they cut out and, they, you know, there's no interaction. Yeah. We've had men tell us that. Yeah, they have. They have. And so the, the idea of going from religion to relationship, I think we talked about that earlier. Yeah. But the idea of going from religion to relationship, it's amazing how you can come into a relationship with someone and it doesn't have to be a long-term relationship. No. I remember coming into relationship with a young woman that reminded me of my own daughter when I used to catch the bus to go to work. Mm-hmm. Wow. And she and I ended up standing next to each other waiting for, the, waiting for a bus, two different buses. And after about two months, she smiled, I smiled, how you doing? Now, you know, I'm old enough to be her daddy, right? She remind, she's reminding me of Tiffany, my daughter. And we got to talking one morning, Right. I was able to be a father to her for about two weeks of simply seeing her in the morning at the bus station. And I was able to be a father to her and she received it. She was born again and she received my counsel. I only know this girl from a good morning. How are you for a couple of months? Yeah. And she received my counsel and made major decisions because she was going to get involved with the young man that she didn't need to get involved with. And I told her, I said, listen, I said, this is the way the body of Christ works. I said, I'm going to be a big brother to you, maybe even your spiritual father for a moment. So I want you to hear. And I was just bold with it. And she said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that young lady made some decisions. I gave her Robin's telephone number, my wife, and she called and had, and she was able to interact with her. Just loved on her, man. She made a major decision based on the word of somebody that she'd only seen at the bus station who took the time to say hello. Yeah. and avoided getting in relationship with the guy. Yeah. that she asked me about and went back home to her family. As far as I know she's doing fantastic.
1: It's awesome. amazing, man. It's amazing.
0: Just just because you care.
1: Well, and 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 the care is what I keep seeing is the availability of the heart. Yeah. the availability yeah. of your heart, yeah. you know? So you were available to that young lady and she was available to receive, yeah. yeah, you know? And so that's what we have to remember. It's really a heart motive. When you go to different places, when you see different things, if you're focused and your heart is shut down, well, you're not going to have that moment right. to witness to someone. You're right. not going to love thy neighbor the way you're supposed to. But if you have in a heart to unto God that says, God, I'm available. Yeah. He will bring those situations or present those situations mm-hmm. to you so that you can orchestrate or help facilitate what God has. Has for them. Yeah. And I've been in situations, to be honest with you, where I felt that tug mm. and I didn't respond.
2: Oh, I mm. think we all have. We all have. I think we, we all have. And like
1: I think th- that's that th- that when you go home. Have you ever gotten a car? You just feel so
2: bad. I feel so bad. Oh, God. You remember our good friend, Lewis. Remember um, our good friend, Lewis? That's how I met Lewis, was at the barbershop. Uh-huh. Wow. Um, he was sitting there and everybody was in there watching the news, which. At this point now, I just tell people, don't don't <laughs> watch the news. Just leave it alone. Just You'll have so much more news. peace if you don't watch the news. But even then, this was years ago, and uh, they were talking about this, you know, somebody's door got kicked in, and the next story was somebody got shot, and the next story was, you know, somebody got robbed, something like that, right? One of the brothers in there said, well, it makes you not even want to leave the house. And I didn't know Lewis at the time. He was sitting across from the brother. He said, that's exactly what the devil wants you to do. Wow. And it dawned on me, I, I need, that's what Holy Spirit taught me. You need to talk to this man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember I got in the chair, I got my hair cut, had a chance to talk to him. I'm like, nah, I'm not. I'm, I'm just going home, you know. Yeah. And uh, he was in the chair next. So he got in the chair after me. And I, at the time, we only lived maybe about six or seven minutes yeah. away from the barbershop. Mm-hmm. And I could not even get comfortable in my chair, in my seat in the car. Mm. And I remember I had called my mother I, I was talking to her and I told her what happened. She was like, Yeah, you need to go back. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, All right, I'm gonna go back. And I, I told told the Lord I said, If he's still there, yeah. I I definitely talked to him. Yeah. Hoping that
1: he wasn't he wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so I walked inside and he was still in the chair. So I just stood outside and I waited when he came out and I, and this is when we were running our men's conference call. Okay. Every other Saturday. And and I told him, I said, Hey man, I I heard what you said in there. I told him I don't normally do this, but I believe that God wanted me to talk to you. And, and wow. just by making myself available, we've had this great relationship for years. Wow. Yeah. You know, yeah. this great relationship for years. But if I had not been available at that time, and and I almost passed the opportunity because yeah, I did leave. Right. Wow. But I just, I could not get any peace. Yeah. And And he's a very intricate, integral part of my life. Yeah. You know, yes. um, yeah. and, and yeah. a huge part of my spiritual growth. Yeah real big encourager for me and all this kind of stuff and a teacher. Um, and
0: just imagine you would have missed all of
2: it. I would have missed yeah. all of it. Yeah,
0: Because yeah. sometimes I think we even get focused on what we think we are going to give. Ah, there you go. And don't really you know, we don't really fathom
2: how much we're going to get. So you have to make yourself available for both. Yeah. You have to make yourself available to give. Yeah, yeah. You also have to make yourself available to receive because you yeah. don't know who God's going to Provide that's exactly for you right. Through that's so exactly right. Got to be available for both. That's exactly right.
1: And we can't be so afraid or so prideful sure. that we don't. We're so scared of rejection. Yeah. Every, yeah, everybody may not receive you. Every right. you know that was a good ending to your story. You had a good ending. I told a good ending story. You know, yeah. Right. <laughs> but all of them didn't end that, did yeah. that way. No, you they know? Yeah. no, they do not. <laughs> no, they do not. No, they do not. I've
0: had some demons scream at me before.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: yeah, I sure have.
1: Right, and yeah. we've got to be okay with that. Yep. You know what I mean, yep. and and just say, okay, God.
2: I, I, did, I did. I did what, what, you what told I me felt prompted you told me to, to do. do,
1: and you have, may have just been a seed yeah. to to be planted that they'll think about yeah. weeks from now, <laughs> and you don't. You you may not see that fruit. So it's very important to yeah. just have that heart of availability, yeah. that heart to just do what God is saying to do yeah. in that moment. Yeah. Sure how how do you guys handle like uh, if you go out and there's like a um, awkward situation and you have to go mm-hmm. speak? What are some keys or some tools we can give some people on how to uh, just be open in a moment where it may be a little bit uncomfortable for them?
2: How to approach.
1: How to approach.
2: So one thing I have learned, and it was so funny because I got a chance to kind of chat with uh, one of the young guys that you and I know, Tisha, you and I know. Uh, he had a chance to, to, to uh, preach his first sermon. Uh, just the past weekend, and uh, wow. yeah, and I checked with him and see how it went. He was like, "I was so nervous," and I'm <laughs> like, "Look, man, after doing this for a while, I still get nervous. I still you know? get nervous." I said, too. "But, but here's the key: the key is to learn how to flow." Yes. And when Holy Spirit starts to go, you That's just good. jump in the just river with, with him. him. That's yep. You know, and yep. it kills the nerves. Yep. It kills all that awkward tension. Yep. It killed because <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm dead serious because now I'm. When I'm in the flow, I don't really. I can see people, but I don't yeah. see people. Right, right. same here. I don't same see here. them. I yeah. I can look dead at you, but I'm not really seeing you. Yeah, and I'm just flowing, and I'm. Yeah. It's this. It's this weird balance of of speaking and hearing at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. you know, and that's I so and good. I'm so focused on what he's saying so that's I can, so get, it right. so you can you know, get it right. You know, right. That I'm not even paying attention. Yeah. So uh, that's one thing that uh, that I would say is, the more we learn how to flow, we don't. Okay, let me say it this way. The more we learn how to flow, we don't have to get into the flow.
1: Yeah. Wow, that's good. You wake up
2: yeah. flowing. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And I'm still working on that. Don't get me wrong. But yep. you 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 wake up in the flow. Yeah. And you never get out of the flow. Yeah. You, just, you, you, and you just operate in that flow. So you don't even recognize that the situation should be awkward. Yeah. Or it should have a lot of tension and all this. Yes. Because you're flowing, you're listening, you're speaking at the same yeah. time. You're listening, you're speaking yeah. at the same time.
1: Can I say something to that? Yeah. I, I was on the phone with a friend. This was several years ago and we were talking, and, and the prophetic was flowing, and I said, you ever have those moments where you say, well, I just feel like, and I don't know if it's God, and then she immediately spoke and said, teacher, I just heard the Lord say, or something that affects, she said, you're always in the Spirit. Mm-hmm. You're always yeah. in the Spirit. Well, that's
2: good. And it that is quickened
1: good. me, that's because good. She, I was giving my opinion, that's good, right? Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm always in the Spirit. She said, yeah, the Lord said, you're always in the Spirit. So she took that opinion word as God speaking. Yeah. And I thought that was that's sc- a little bit scary to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going to run with that? really going to run with that? Right. But, you know, if we think about it, when we approach someone, yeah. if we have the mindset that we're always in the spirit, yeah. we know God's got our back.
2: Yep. That's right.
1: You know, we know that the words Ooh, will that's come. That's good. Good. We know That's that good. it will work. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I love what you said about that. I, I, I think that we have to remember that we are spiritual beings and that God will be there and help yeah. that conversation. Yeah. Stay
2: in the flow, man. So one, one of the
0: things, talking about practical application, one of the things that I find myself doing more and more and more is, you know, if you recognize, if you ask someone about themselves, they'll talk to you. They will. Almost without fail. You ask them what That's they good. do. Yeah. What right. do you do for a what, living? What, what yeah. do you do? I've asked people, I talk to people like, because people talk to me like they've known me forever. It right. is the weirdest thing, right? And so I just start talking to people like I know them forever. So i say, how's your family? How are you doing? Yeah. As if we know each other. Yeah. We that's did that good. in Cracker Barrel the other day and come to find out the man's wife has been sick, has been bedridden for years and he has children. And he saw my, he, he saw my, my, um, my chosen shirt, right? the <laughs> chosen and, uh, shameless plug for the chosen. Yeah, I love that show. <laughs> it's not on TV. You got to pull up the app, the chosen, yeah. you're going to love it. You know, but that's what I do. Practical application. Yeah. That's what I do. I'll just start talking to people, but I'll talk to them about them. I'll ask them something or say something. Teacher, I need to get back to something, and this fits perfectly, I think, with what I'm what I'm talking about now.
1: Okay.
0: You because I typed it out so I wouldn't forget it because I wanted to come back to it. When you told your story, part of what you said in your story was you got a word about them after you talked to them. After. Yeah. And I saw love. Opening up the prophetic channel. Wow! Opening up the supernatural chest in order for us to pull stuff out.
1: That's so. Uh
0: Love opened up the chest, and now I'm getting prophetic words, and now I'm getting words of wisdom, and now I'm getting words of knowledge. Happens to me all the time, and it's so much
2: fun. I I love it. I love it. I I I wanted to go back to a point that you made of because you. You talk about relationship quite a bit. We do, because that's kingdom, mm-hmm. right? So my father taught me a long time ago that you, you the Bible tells us, it says that, that we love our neighbor yeah. as we love ourselves. But he said, son, you don't treat your neighbor like you treat yourself. He said that you love them like you love yourself, but yeah. you don't treat them like you treat yourself because mm-hmm. they might not want to be treated the way you're treated, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So my wife, birthday weekend, right? It's not just birthday birthday weekend <laughs> i'm completely different just leave me alone on my birthday so if you treat her like exactly <laughs> <laughs> like i want to be treated it's, it's, okay. it's going to be a problem it's not okay. <laughs> it is not
0: okay. yeah it's going it's
2: going okay. to be a problem when april comes around if i treat her the way i want to be treated for my birth it is going to be a problem such a good <laughs> distinction yes so how Man. do i know how to treat her because of relationship. Yeah. So in order for me to be able to treat people the way they want to be treated, I have to get to know them. Yeah. I, and yeah. it forces, I hate to say forces, but it forces relationship. Yeah. If I'm going to love you. Yeah. But now I need to know you. Right. Right. right, So right. I can treat you the way you want to be treated. I'm yeah. going to love you like I love myself. Yes. But I need to know you so I can, I can start yeah. to treat you the way wow, you want to really be treated. Good. That's really good. So I'm going to protect you.
0: You know, I'm going to yep. protect you because I, I protect myself. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. I'm going to make good. sure you have the best because I make I like the best. Yeah, you know what man. I'm saying? So I'm not going to give you, you know, some no-name brand whatchamajigger, right, you know, while I go get the name brand thing. Yeah. Right. And that's a big thing, man, because, you know, I know a lot of people, just even even writing that example for a minute, that um, they even – I know people who who like to be a part of giving stuff away – yeah, and this is no indictment. People have to sure. learn. Right. People have to grow and learn. But I do know people who like to give stuff away. But the stuff they like to give away are their are their leftovers. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Are there? You know what I'm saying? That they're 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 the things that don't. Um. How do I say it's the, the things that that I don't want anymore. Yeah. Versus giving away something that I really do want. Yeah, man. And giving it anyway. Yeah. Jesus
2: really wanted his life. He really <laughs> wanted. And he still gave it up. And he still yeah. gave it up. Yeah. He still gave it up. So after a conversation, yeah. Father, <laughs> is
0: there another way to do this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Right. Yeah. And he still gave it up. So And so I think that's the thing. And and even if I can bring this in real quick, I know we're we're almost out of time. Right now I'm thinking about the young people. Yeah. Young people can look at you and, I mean, they, they see you a mile away. Yeah. yeah. And they know if you're genuine or not. Yep. Yes. Love takes care of all of that. Yeah,
2: oh, it does.
0: It's the one thing that the enemy cannot, he, 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 he gets humans to pervert it like anything else. And so you end up with gangs and you end up with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, Those right. things. And they, they say, okay, well, this is my family, right? But here's the thing they're still looking for family. They're just looking for love in all the wrong places per the song, but they're still looking for love. But I'm thinking about these young people and how they can see whether you're real or not. Yeah. I mean, in a blink. Sure. So you, so you and I, we need to come to the place where it's genuine. You said it earlier. I'm not trying to get into the flow. This is where I live.
2: Yeah, man. That's that's what we got to do. So, you know what I'm saying? To your point, you you're basically telling me, you know, if I'm going to be genuine, leave my camera at home. Leave my camera <laughs> at home. <laughs> if
0: I'm if I'm going to do for if you, I'm gonna, just going to do for if you. If I'm going right? to do for you, it probably won't nobody know
2: about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Leave my camera at home. That's 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 the that's yeah. the real deal, man. Yeah, man. That's, that's the, the real deal. That's the way I see it. I I think one of the, it's listen, I love to see people get help. I love to see, you know, when people do get help. Yeah. But to to go to a homeless person you know that doesn't have food, mm-hmm. and you record them, and they have to take the food from you because they're hungry. That where, where why would you rob somebody of their dignity for the mm-hmm. sake of your own ego? Yeah. So who's it really about? Yeah. Love dictates that I keep my camera in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. And I just do for you because I have it to do. Absolutely. That's love dictates that. So yeah, I know some people are probably going to disagree. You know my my thing. I don't really care. (laughs) Um, But if if you're gonna give, give. Yeah. Don't don't give for show. Don't give for all that kind of stuff. Like you said, people especially these young folks, they can see you a mile away. Just be real genuine with them. God genuinely loves you. It's not a show. Right. it's not a parade right. we're not going to dance you around and move right. you. we're not sure. going to do all that kind of stuff i'm just going to look you dead in the eye and say there's nothing you've ever done that yeah. could keep God from loving you right and and i'm gonna let you know that and then you do whatever you want to with yeah. that truth yeah. you know yeah. and we leave it there so yeah i i will play
0: advocate advocate i can't speak now i will play advocate for one moment because i sure. do know people and i know their heart sure so i'm gonna play advocate for a moment <laughs> I know people who go out and help the homeless, yeah, and they take pictures because they want the people to see and give to, sure, helping. But but this is what they do, and this is why I want to play advocate for a minute. They never take a picture of their face.
2: Yeah, man. That's they
0: scared. take a picture, and I'm good and with that. And they're deliberate about taking the picture in such an angle that you never see their face. And I'm and good with so that, so that they can share even with the people who are giving, you know, this is what you're giving to. This is what I'm trying to get you to care about. You know what I'm saying? So I will say that because there are those people out there who want to take a picture of their, of, of their face to say, Hey, look what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. so I think it becomes a heart matter. I think that's fair.
2: Always is. I think that's fair.
1: Yeah. And when we, when we're doing things like that, we, again, need to be sensitive to the spirit and need to be sensitive to the flow. Absolutely, Is this a time for that or not? Yes. You know, the whole point of what we're talking about uh, this evening is being available. Yes. You know, and that means being available to say, it's not about me. It's about this person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so we have to remember that Um, and being available. And I want to say being available, we're talking about being available outside, but what about being available to our families? Yeah. You know, being yeah, available. Your, your you first know, to ministry your... is in your home anyway. Right. Or, you so know. I just, I kind of want to throw that out there before yeah. we close. I know we're almost done, but you know, remember to be available to your family. Sometimes they get the worst of us. You know, <laughs> <laughs> after work and everything that we have on, they get the worst of us. So just kind of want to throw that out there. That's no, I part think of loving.
2: I yeah. think you make a great point. I think it's a beautiful point. Listen, being available sometimes means being available to, to be rejected. Yes. Uh, you have to put yourself out there. Yeah. I think that's that's a fair point. Yeah. So. Sure. Uh, great conversation. Everybody, just take the opportunity to allow God to use you. Take it serious. Look for opportunities. Look for opportunities. There's nothing ever wrong with doing good, you know, especially if <laughs> you're doing good for the right reason. Take that opportunity. Allow God to use you. Make yourself available, and I promise you, you'll see the results. I am Troy. I'm Bruce. And my wonderful wife. Tisha. And I, I do appreciate you being here with us again. So fun awesome. so much fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. Awesome. Glad to be. And we are so happy that you, our listeners, joined us too. And we will see you next time. Under the picture.